Wow, that is huge. That is huge. <laughs> did, did you all hear that? Did you hear that? You have to stop being the person that you were in order to become the person that you want to be. In order, you guys have to die of who you, I mean, especially if you want something, by the way, if you don't want anything different, look, why don't you just go ahead and skip over to the next episode? Maybe I'll be funny on that one. But this episode here is for those of you that are like, I don't like where I'm at right now. You basically have to kill that version of yourself that you are right now if you want to get to something else. So I find that fascinating. If you've ever asked yourself how to stop trading all of your time for money, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets, where I'll be teaching you how to access the Wealth Code by creating solutions and value in today's ever-changing world so you can create unlimited wealth and fulfillment in all aspects of your lives. Thanks for joining me. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets podcast. I'm your host, Greg Todd. We are continuing to celebrate National Business Month for Healthcare Professionals. Uh, by the way, this has been a very uh, educational month for me, and it's because I have met a lot of people that um, that weren't necessarily always in my world, and just I've seen so many people do so many different types of things in healthcare, and I hope this has been beneficial for you guys as well. So today, I have Emma Green on our podcast. Emma, thank you for being on. You're welcome. I'm happy to be here, Greg. Thanks for the opportunity. Wonderful. wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so why don't you tell the people a little bit about your business? Yep. So my business as it stands is uh, I am a 100% virtual physical therapist and my businesses are 100% online. Wow. So okay. very different to how it started out. Yeah, yeah. Well, why don't we talk about how it started and kind of the, 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 the genesis of Emma Green. So go ahead. Yeah. Absolutely. So you can probably tell from my accent that I am from the UK. I trained over there as a physiotherapist, worked over there for 10 years, predominantly in sport. I traveled all over the world with um, athletes and absolutely flipping loved it. It was amazing. And then 17 years ago, moved to Southern California with my family, had a couple of kids, which slowed down my travel. And I found myself working at the local hospital um, in outpatient orthopedics and that was what I was doing. I was basically at the hospital and I was um, working part-time. Well, in the weekends, I was at a sports injury clinic as well. So kind of kept that little sport element going for me. Um, But it was very bog standard treatment. Um, I always knew I wanted to do a little something extra. And then Mm -hmm. the patient that changed it all for me came through my door and kind of sat in front of me. And so he is a professional drummer. He'd been working with a co-worker of mine, a certified hand therapist, because he had tennis elbow. And he'd had tennis elbow for 18 months, had not been able to resolve it, had tried everything, had been everywhere around LA, everywhere around California. He searched everything out that he could, could not resolve it. Hmm. Uh, And so he had actually ended up in front of a surgeon and said, I want surgery on this. And she said, no. She said, I don't know what therapy you've had. You're going to go see my therapist that I know what they do at the hospital. So he was working with my coworker and she said to me one one day, we were just sitting writing our notes and she said, I've got this patient. And you always know there's a story coming when you hear those words, right? And so 
she kind of so I put my pen down I kind of sat back in my chair and she said you know he's he's a professional drummer he's got tennis elbow he's not really progressing like I'd expect him to and he's asking me these really weird questions and I said well what is he asking you and she said he's, he's asking me if, my, if his thoracic spine could be affecting his elbow she said and that's totally out of my realm she's like I have no idea whether it, it could or it couldn't what do you think I said well certainly c-spine could I said put him on my list let me have a look at him so I can remember that first day I saw him, he was dejected, demoralized, depressed. He was like all the D's and right. he rolled his eyes when we sat down and, you know, sat in front of me because I was just the next pair of eyes on him that he didn't think was going to be able to help him. So at the time, I was fortunate enough to be able to troll the research. because I really wanted to help this guy. I love a challenge. And I was like, here's my challenge. I'm going to fix this guy. So I trolled the research. I found every article on tennis elbow that I could. And I found every single treatment method that doesn't work because that's what they knew. Nothing worked. There was nothing out there that, that showed what did work. And so I thought, okay, I've successfully treated Achilles tendon problems in my previous sports life. I know how to do that. Let me take those principles and let me apply it to tennis elbow. So we did that. And over the course of the next few months, he, he made a complete recovery. So he went back to the surgeon. He was obviously singing my praises. Oh, and, um, and she called me up and she was like, what did you do with that guy? And I said, well, you know, it's not rocket science. I said, I took the principles, applied them, got him better. And she was like, I didn't expect him to improve. She was like, that's amazing. I was like, well, it's, it's great. You know, he's back playing the drums. It was wonderful. So since then, she has sent me all of her tennis elbow clients. And I get other doctors who send me theirs as well. 75% of my caseload is purely tennis elbow. Wow. And I really enjoy it. I know most therapists are kind of like, give me a sexy ACL reconstruction or a shoulder or a something that's a bit more fancy. But I really love working with these tennis elbow clients. So my schedule at the hospital became like, 100% jam-packed. And there were clients that couldn't come to see me because they didn't have the right insurance to see me at the hospital. So I set up my side gig. And so initially, I was in a little Pilates studio, a couple of evenings a week, and I was seeing these patients that couldn't come to the hospital and see me there. Um, and over time, I did what I thought I should do. And I built my team and I grew the business. And I left the hospital and I actually found that I still was not 100% happy. I still wasn't fulfilled. And I was doing everything I thought I should do. And I know Tony Robbins, you know, one of his famous sayings is you'll end up shooting all over yourself. I kind of did <laughs> because I was doing everything I thought I should do, but I still wasn't where I wanted to be. So um, I'd left the hospital at, at the end of 2019 We'd had our best month ever in January 2020. And my landlady, landlady gave me notice of our space and my full-time PT gave me notice on the same day at the end of January. So like from this up, we were now hitting this down. So I found a new location. Um, it was a, a new build and a brand new gym was being built and they were going to give us space inside. It was, it was going to be fantastic. But from moving out of the one space to moving into the next, there was a little bit of a gap. So I was in a stop gap in a CrossFit gym until the new location opened when lockdown happened. 
Mm-hmm. And so the doors closed and my business pivoted from being 95% in-person to being 100% online over the course of a weekend. And every single client came with me. Wow. Wow. That's absolutely amazing. Um, it's, <laughs> I, I wonder if that week never happened for you. And if you notice, I said for you, uh, if you would be, uh, if you would have gone 100% virtual and continue to be 100% virtual today. No and way. I think, yeah, I, th- I, think, I think that's the first thing that's so important, you guys. When you're in the moment, and I'm going to throw this back to you, Emma, when you were in the moment during that time of everything that was going on, where uh, you had your landlord situation, you had your therapist situation, and then you're living Kavita Loca. Now we have the whole, you know, pandemic, you know, going on. At that time, in your mind, you're probably like, wow, this is a total crap show. This is crazy. And now it's close to two years, actually more than two years later. And I'm sure it seems to me like you're pretty happy with your situation, right? Right? I I mean, you know, you guys, yeah, I, I I think those of you that are listening right now, you need to understand that your current situation is just however you perceive it. And that's fine. I'm not here to tell you this or that or whatever. I'm just here to tell you that it's just your perception. What seems like it's the worst thing in the world, give it a little time. It actually might end up being one of the best things that could happen for you. So anyways, that's absolutely amazing. What a, and so now that happened. So now we're virtual. Yeah. And you've decided to stay virtual. Mm-hmm. Tell me why. Yeah. So uh, my kids came home from school, you know, we, we were expecting an extended spring break and they didn't go back to school for 17 months. So I have two kids at home that are remote learning. There's no way I can go back into a clinic even if I wanted to. Um, and even when school went back, there's still, even now here in California, there's a high possibility that my kids get home, get sent home from school for 10 days isolation. If they test positive for COVID, that's what happens here right now. So I'm still not in a situation where I'm comfortable, certainly not signing a lease or being in a a position where I see people in person because it's just so unpredictable for, for me right now. But I have come to love working from home. I treat patients in my slippers every day. You can't beat that. Yeah. So if, okay, let's just say everything goes back to what it was in, February of 2020, right now, okay? Everything, there's no, the, everything with your kids' school, everything with, you know, the businesses in California. If you had everything to go back to exactly the way that it was, knowing that things were going to be very similar to life pre-pandemic, what would you do right now? I, if, uh, knowing what I know now about working from home and and the virtual um, way I've been able to work and the online businesses that I've been able been able to create, I would be doing what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Okay. The guys, I, I I hope you all are listening to that. Sometimes you get forced into a situation, not realizing that that situation that you are forced into, you would have never picked that on your own, but now you're forced into it. And now, even if you got the opportunity to go back to the way life was, once you were forced into a situation, it ends up becoming the thing that you love. I say this to people all the time. I say, if you could figure out how to love the thing that you currently fear the most, your life will change. 
And, and I, I just think, I think so many people feel the way that you feel. You guys, many of you are so afraid of going on the other side, whatever the other side is, you know, for you. And some of you get your, get hit in your bum and you get pushed to the other side. You're like, ah, and then you get over there and you're like, wait, oh, well, I wouldn't go back to that. So I just find that fascinating. Um, and I think a lot of people uh, would resonate in, uh, with that. Okay, so now you've been on this journey. You've been on this journey of, uh, uh, you know, having your own, I guess, brick and mortar practice, you know, and then you now have a uh, virtual business online doing courses, coaching, et cetera. Okay. Give me some lessons, some tips, things that you've learned throughout your journey. Why don't you give me at least one for the brick and mortar and then give me two because your current world is online. So why don't you give me a few things that you've learned throughout your business journey? Yeah, certainly. The, the hardest thing I have ever done in my life was leaving my hospital job. And that's from somebody who moved 5,000 miles away from friends and family, <clears throat> you know, when we moved over here. Um, and I was seven months pregnant at the time. And that was a breeze compared to leaving my hospital job. That was the hardest thing I ever had to do. And I didn't realize at the time how hard it was for me. And I didn't understand why. And I did a lot of reading around this. So reading The, the Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, reading You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. These books really explained to me what was going on in my subconscious and inside to make that that so so difficult for me because it really was. And I, I ended up figuring out that I had to stop being the person that I was in order to become the person I was supposed to be. Mm. That was huge. Wow. wow, 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 that is huge. That is huge. <laughs> did, did you all hear that? Did you hear that? You have to stop being the person that you were in order to become the person that you want to be. In order, you guys have to die of who you, I mean, especially if you want something, by the way, if you don't want anything different, look, why don't you just go ahead and skip over to the next episode? Maybe I'll be funny on that one. But this episode here is for those of you that are like, I don't like where I'm at right now. You basically have to kill that version of yourself that you are right now if you want to get something else. So I find that fascinating. Okay, give me another tip. Yeah, uh, don't go with the crowd. Don't be doing what you think you should be doing because it might not be the right thing for you. And again, I can remember talking to um, business consultants at the time and different people and I actually, just as we got into the pandemic, like a couple of months into the pandemic, I had an opportunity to, to, to be in two different locations, two different physical locations, because the CrossFit gym that we'd been in liked us being there so much. They didn't want us to ever leave. The new space was still expecting us. And I was kind of like, oh, here I can expand into being in two different places, two sets of staff, two sets of headaches. And I can remember talking it through with somebody and saying, I feel like this is what I should do. And I can remember he just sat back in his chair, folded his arms, and he was like, should you? And I was like, should I? And I realized, no, that is not what I wanted. It just wasn't what I wanted to do, even though I felt it was the direction I should go in at that time. So don't follow the crowd. You've got to really look deep inside and see what is it that you do want and follow that. Yeah. Can we talk about that a little bit more? I mean, I don't know if you can remember when you were having that conversation with that person and you were like, should I? 
Mm. And so I'm assuming there was some gap there between you saying, I guess this is what I should do. And then you said, should I? And then obviously you didn't do it and you went in a totally different you know, direction. Yeah. Would, would you mind telling me what were some of the things that you started asking yourself uh, that brought you to where you're at now to make that decision? Because because what we all know, we all know, oh, you want to be in business. Okay, yeah, you got to have a practice. Okay, you got to have a four-wall place. Okay, you got you to gotta do this. Well, you got to have a whole bunch of staff. You got to have this. You got to have that. So, so what did you ask yourself uh, to allow you to come to the conclusion that, no, I'm going to change the way that I do things? Yeah. And, and I think it really was the whole situation because we were in lockdown, because the kids were home. It were, I, I couldn't do that at that time. So it did force me to not do it. But it also gave me the mental space to think about that and think, well, how is it going to feel to be racing around between two different locations, okay. trying to manage two different sets of staff, trying to manage two different sets of books, trying to market for patients to, to both of these different locations? And, you know, do you enjoy that? Is that really what you wanted to do? And I'd started to realize that, you know, it, it's not what I wanted. I hadn't felt fulfilled in the clinic setting like I thought I would leaving the hospital job and moving into the clinic and it was great but it still wasn't that 100% what I wanted to do I think I was still searching for it and I didn't know what I wanted so right. COVID forced me into it and and the funny thing about 2020 there is something funny about it I'd written in my goals for 2020 number one do more telehealth number two spend more time with the kids well, 2020 delivered that to me and then some, obviously. So right, I apologize right. to everybody for writing that in my goals because I manifested it big time. <laughs> it wow. came to fruition. It's, it's um, you guys, I hope, I hope you understand a couple things. So here, here's what I'm, I'm hearing from Emma. So number one is I think there's a group of people. I think there's two, like, there's many different groups, but I'm going to just talk about two groups right now. I think there are those that obsess about business and they love business. And, and since we're healthcare professionals, they love the traditional healthcare business and they love dealing with teams and they love dealing with people and the management of people or the operations of business. Okay, I, I think there's that group. But then I also think there's another group out there and the other group, Emma, I'm going to kind of pluck you into this group. And that's the group that's like, you know what? I love the idea of what business can do for me in the way that I want to do business. Meaning that I don't want to answer to somebody telling me exactly what I need to do and where I need to be and who I need to be with. I don't want to be able to, like, like, like I need the freedom. I need the time freedom. And then... That's the main thing that I need. But then eventually I would like to also have the financial freedom, which if I'm willing to deliver value in a different way, maybe a way I didn't learn when I was in the UK, you know, learning how to be a PT, et cetera, but, but I can learn something. I could, everything is figure outable, right? Okay. I can learn a new way to deliver value. Um, I like business for that reason. I, I have to be honest with you. I'm kind of split. Um, you know, I've got my four kids, you know, we homeschool our kids pre-pandemic, 
And obviously, you know, nothing really changed for us there, but I like my flexibility. I'm a hunter. Like, I mean, I do like to deal with people and I like the struggles of business, but even though I have three clinics, I don't have any desire to be there. Right. So I kind of like in between that. And I feel like Emma, you are on the last side that I said, where it's like, look, I like the perks of what business can give me. And if that means that I have to reinvent myself, I'm willing to do so, so that I can deliver value to people in my pajamas and my, and my slippers. And I can be home when the kids get home and I can give myself a little bit more space just to think, to create, to do the things that I need to do to bring value to people. And I have to bring value in a different way than I've done it for my entire career, which is being in front of somebody. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And, and I think that's what I was trying to figure out. It was like, I, I know I don't want to work for somebody else. I know I don't want to have to keep going to ask somebody for time off, for school trips or vacations or whatever it is. I know that I want to be able to work from anywhere in the world. You know, as long as I've got my laptop with me and a Wi-Fi connection, I can work. So I knew I wanted that freedom. I just hadn't figured out how that was going to happen until COVID forced me into it. Okay, so let's talk about this whole idea of you're a healthcare professional, mm-hmm. you're, you're a physical therapist by trade. Mm-hmm. Currently, right now, you're delivering value to people through a laptop mm-hmm. and Wi-Fi. Is that is that correct? Is that yeah. pr- pretty accurate? Okay, absolutely. Um, how are you doing that? Like, what are you doing with people? Yeah, I think this so, is this is this is not common for a lot of people. So right, so, yeah. So go ahead and yeah. talk about that. Exactly. And, and I think the, the thing that hit me during COVID as well is that I was so reliant on that one source of income, which was basically my hands on people. And so if that's taken away, where's the money coming from? So I realized that, okay, yes, I can switch to treating people virtually, which obviously many people were open to at the, at the start of lockdown because we were all locked down. Um, but how am I going to sustain that when things start opening up? But then what if I can't work? What if I've got COVID and I can't work? How is money going to come in there? And I started to, to understand that I needed more, more passive streams of income. And I started looking at how can I build that into my business as well? So right now, I still treat people one-on-one through, um, through Zoom, so virtually. So I still deliver physical therapy treatment that way. I have classes that I also do online as well. So fitness, Pilates and balance classes, we, we do online. Um, and I have online courses and uh, an online program that is comprehensive for tennis elbow sufferers, as well as I have two books. My second book just came out this week, hence the balloons. Um, and oh, so awesome. I've been adding in those different passive streams of income. Okay. Is it working? Yeah. That's awesome. It is. That's awesome. It is. Yeah. Uh, that's so cool. So uh, I think I heard you say four different things. One on one, you know, traditional telehealth. It's so funny I say traditional because telehealth. <laughs> it, it, so, so I kind of came on the scene in late 2015 and I was working with a telehealth company being a consultant from them since 2014. And I remember when I was, coming on telling people, people are like, oh, this guy's a scam, tell health. And, that, and now everybody and their mom wants to do it. So anyways, <laughs> that's, that's so funny. Now, now it's traditional. 
Okay, so you said one-on-one, -on -one, you know, virtual physical therapy, AKA, you know, telehealth. I think you said um, you do uh, uh, online classes. You do mm -hmm. fitness classes, Pilates classes, right? Is that yep. right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And then and then now you're also doing courses. So yep. your courses are helping people that have those tennis elbow issues and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. um, and and then now we have you know a book, and your second book is now is now coming out. Okay, so our, so hopefully you guys are getting some different ideas here. This here is a physical therapist. This person's an entrepreneur. This person's saying, hey, I don't want to do it in a traditional brick and mortar way, but I'm going to have to deliver value in different ways. What is Emma known for? Well, she's really good at helping people with chronic te uh, tennis elbow. Okay, cool. So is there a way that I can help people with tennis elbow and not always have to physically be in front of them? All right. She probably looked and saw, wow, there's certain things that I do over and over and over again. I'm not talking about how I'm touching someone, but there's other aspects to what I do that's actually serving them and helping them with recovering and rehabilitating from the problem. So what can I do that is repeated over and over? I can do this with Sally. I can do this with Tim. I can do this with Susie. I can do this with, with, uh, with, with, with Francine. Oh, okay. Wow. I can do one, two, three, four, five. And all those things typically benefit all of them. Great. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put it inside an online platform that they can consume. And they can actually empower themselves. Does that sound about right, Emma? Okay. Yep, that's guys, exactly it. All right. See, these are the different ways that you're going to have to think if your main passion is what you want to happen in your life and how you want your life to operate. If your main passion is business and you want to do traditional business, then like this wasn't the podcast for you. Okay. Go and go open up a clinic. Go find a place. Go get a lease. Okay. Go do your thing, okay? But for those of you, there is another way. And I'm so happy I've had you on the podcast because it just I just want to show people there are so many different ways that you can do this, okay? So with that said now, um, uh, value. Value that you can give my audience, either in the form of a lesson learned, maybe something that you're doing right now. If you want to promote your book, please feel free to you know, go, uh, go ahead and do that. But any type of value that you can bring to my audience, We'll, we'll take it right now. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the biggest piece of advice is just never, ever, ever give up, you know, because even though things can look really bleak, you know, I was on that roller coaster of such a high and then such a low, and then it all worked out. Everything, you, you know, just know you're exactly where you're supposed to be and everything will work out. Just got to keep going um, and definitely adding in passive income streams. So here's my two books. I've got Tennis Elbow Relief by the Tennis wow. Elbow Queen. And Get Out of Pain Fast is a more generic book that takes the principles that I put in my tennis elbow program and applies it to everything. So that's the new book that came out this week. Both of them are on Amazon worldwide, so you can find them anywhere. Um, oh, very good. And I, I, I just realized how important it is for us as physical therapists to have these other passive forms of income. You know, we're so focused on one-on-one -on -one, and then something like COVID comes along and so many clinics closed their doors and just didn't reopen because they didn't have a plan B. They didn't have a backup. And we need to have these different streams of income coming in. So um, I have put together a guide and uh, you can get it. It's a, a bit.ly link. And obviously I'll, I'll let you have this, Greg, so you can put it in the show we'll notes. Put it, yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's TE Queen Passive Income, but the, it lists the passive income streams that I've developed. And so obviously as a physical therapist, you can do exactly the same things too. 
You guys, I, I think for many of you, uh, you are, I mean, there's, there's quite a bit of people that follow my work. So uh, there's those that, you know, you're working right now at a job, but you need something more. I mean, a lot of you just need to make more money. Okay. I mean, you're like, you're not ready to go all into the whole entrepreneurship thing, but you need more money. What Emma's saying applies to you. Okay. There, there's a group of you that you've got one foot out the door. You, you almost get nauseous every day that you actually have to step foot into the hospital or the clinic that you're at. Okay. You need to listen to what she just said. Okay. There's another group of you where you're out the door and you're trying to get your business started and you're struggling and you're struggling because the main offer that you have is to actually have people come in front of you. But a lot of people aren't ready to do that. What she just said is actually really important for you as well, because to throw down 200, 250, $300 to come and see you, some people just aren't there yet. Okay. You guys, the reason why I do really well is because I acknowledge that like my stuff goes from 3000 to 50,000, but I'm totally cool with you not being ready for any of them. I've got stuff for you along that way. And so I'm assuming your book's not $3,000. I'm assuming the book's, you know, probably 20 bucks or something like that, you know, okay, right? It gives people a way of getting into your world easier. And for those of you that have brick and mortar, you have, you know, traditional, I actually would highly recommend that you go to her link and look at what she has to help you with that. And then there's some of you that, hey, your business is actually going well. Like you're seeing as many people as you really can see. You're still not really making a lot of money. Okay, well, well, I can tell you right now, you can have things that are add-ons, mm -hmm. whether it's a course, whether it's a book, whether it's this, and those things will help to supplement what it is that you already have, but actually turn your break-even or in the red business into a profit center. So I, I think everything that you've given has been of uh, immense value, and I want to thank you so much. Can you tell the people where they can find you online? Just tell them where they can get more of your work. Yeah, absolutely. So my website is tenniselbowqueen.com. Um, so obviously you can contact me through there. I'm on Facebook, Emma Green Tennis Elbow Queen, and Instagram, I'm at Tennis Elbow Queen. Wow, fantastic, fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Emma. It's, it is just so refreshing to hear people carving their way and paving their way in whatever they feel works best for them. Uh, and uh, I, I wish you continued success. And I want to just thank you again for being a part of National Business Month. Thank you. Oh, thanks so much. It's been a pleasure to talk to you, Greg. And uh, thanks once again for the opportunity. It's been amazing. Very welcome. See you guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Wealth Code Secrets. If you haven't already, please share this out so that more people can get access to The Wealth Code. Now, if you would like to work with us and connect with my team, go to www.connectwithgt.com. That's where you can find all my free trainings, free resources, and actually book a free strategy call with my team. So looking forward to talking with you. Remember, let's make your days count. Till next time. Thank you.